We've got a huge matchup today with two studio chamber plugins going head to head. Some of your favorite albums have been recorded at these two studios. And in this episode, we're going to let them battle it out and see which one can come out on top. It's Abbey Road versus Capitol Studios. Welcome to episode seven of The Modern Mix, where we're here to help you further your mixing and mastering education so that you can add value back to your music and to others. I'm your host, Emily Bowie. I'm so glad that you're able to hang out with me today because this is going to be a banger of an episode. I'm excited, so let's get into it. So chamber plugins add something really special to your mixes. They get us to that commercial sounding element that we're all familiar with. I know you hear me say that quite often here, but it's just the facts. And real quick, something else is going to get you a little bit closer to that commercial sound that you're so familiar with is my start to finish guide on how to create a song from coming up with an idea all the way to that mastered final product. Each step along the way is going to help you with inspiration fatigue. One of the biggest things that I get emailed, people asking me, how can I get past this struggle? That main struggle is losing inspiration, losing focus, I guess. They come up with a verse or a chorus, a hook, and then don't know what to do with it. And in this guide, I can help you in each of those steps, songwriting, recording, production, uh, arrangements, mixing, mastering, all along the way, I've got some helpful resources for you, some actionable things, some videos to watch, some guidelines to follow that can help get you past that ever so awful inspiration fatigue that we all struggle with. So check that out. That's at fairairmusic.com forward slash start guide. Very simple. Fair Air Music, my website, forward slash start guide. Let me know where you would like that guide to be sent. And it's all yours in a PDF, actionable, lots of little things to click on in there. And there's also a video that goes along with each of those steps. All right. Back to the podcast. So chamber reverb plugins, they can really elevate a dull, dry sounding production into what we are used to hearing on a regular basis. This is another step in where we are gluing everything together. So as you can see, I've got a few aux tracks set up here. I've got uh, one for the UAD Capital Studio Chambers, and I've got one for the Abbey Road Chambers. And both of these are going to be working with my lead vocal and maybe background vocals. But for this video, we're just going to be focusing on the lead vocal. I've also got an instrument chamber. This one's just called chamber. Sometimes I'll have a little eye there. It's called my eye chamber. All of my instrument groups as you can see, are being sent to the chamber aux. And I've got all of those being routed back into my overall mix, into my mix bus. And the reason that I like to send everything to that instrument chamber is because remember when musicians used to all play together in the same room? Those are kind of my favorite albums and when you think about your favorite albums, you also want to think about maybe the time period. Maybe you look on the back and you find out where those were, were recorded. A lot of them probably recorded at Capitol Studios. A lot of them were recorded at Abbey Road. So I figure 
they've got probably some of the most iconic albums. Let's focus on those two. I like how they sound on everything. So I think that's one of the best ways to first glue everything together. If I can emulate a room sound of everything that I have in my mix working together, then I think that produces the best sound. And so what better way to achieve that sound than to have these two legendary recording studios in a plugin? Let's kind of get a little bit of an idea on what a chamber really is in a recording studio. A simple definition is that it's an enclosed space where sound reverberates. In recording, a source, such as a vocal or an instrument, is sent to the chamber through a speaker. And then the microphones that are placed in the chamber record that source that has been bouncing around all the surface of the chamber. And you might notice some of the surfaces in these plugins, at least the little visuals that they give us, they're quite different. And those differences, those different surfaces, those different shapes of rooms, give us unique reverb back. The uniqueness of sound that is captured depends on the surface of the chamber. The different surfaces produce different sounds. So for example, a chamber with tile will sound different than one that is concrete. Mic positions and types of mics will also factor into the chamber's unique sound. In the case of Abbey Road Studio Chamber, its traditional setup was in Chamber 2 with an old Altec speaker, and a Neumann KM83, which is an omnidirectional tube mic that has everything to do with the sound. Now, you also get the unique delay effects this chamber system has through its Steed setup. That stands for Send Tape Echo Echo Delay, which involves feeding the output of tape delay into the chamber. This was very popular with the Beatles, especially with a John Lennon vocal. Now, there's a lot of things going on with the Abbey Road Chamber plugin. But a couple of things that I do want to touch on is that Steed setup with the Chamber 2 which we've got our KM53s, our room position, and we're using our Altec speaker. This is really, at least for me, going to help produce a vintage vocal sound. And of course, you can add more or less delay down here. I'm always a, a pretty big fan of around the... 100 milliseconds to 115 milliseconds. I feel like that kind of gives you a little bit of that classic slap back. And then, of course, you can control however much you want to mix this in. I usually on effects plugins will just keep everything at 100. And then I am going to be controlling how much or how little I put back into my overall mix on my return fader. So that's just a little bit overview of the Abbey Road Chamber. What we have coming up next is the UAD Capital Studio Chamber. And this one is just as iconic. It's quite different from the Abbey Road, but it is still used for similar purposes. Les Paul, remember him? Know him? Good. Was commissioned to give Capital Studios reverb. 
Today, musicians use reverb pedals attached to amps to easily achieve this, but in the 1950s, it apparently wasn't so easy, and that is why Les Paul decided to change that. So to create reverb, Mr. Paul built a series of eight trapezoidal echo chambers 30 feet below the Capitol recording building. These concrete chambers were built with their own unique characteristics. They have speakers on each side and microphones on the other. So the sound engineers that work in these studios are above these chambers and will send audio into the reverb chambers and re-record the sound, adding as much as a five-second delay, giving singers really nice, shimmery vocal quality that makes it sound like the perfect amount of echo. So, just like the Abbey Road Chambers, we're sending our source the same way. We're feeding that into a room through a speaker, and then we're recapturing that that echo, that reverb sound, and blending that back in to our mix. So, with the options of the Capital Chambers, we have Chamber 2, Chamber 4, Chamber six and chamber seven. And we have four different types of mics. We've got a 210, RCA 44, an SM80, and then the C37A. We are also able to change the mic position as in near and far. Just like most of the mic positions on the Abbey Road, we can go very close to those speakers or we can go all the way back, about halfway to the back wall. We've also got some pre-delay options here and some decay that we can minimize or max that out. We've also got a low pass filter. We can boost and cut the lows, mids, and the highs. We also have a mix knob that can mix this, you know, in and out of, in parallel if that's how you want to do it. If you want to do it directly on the plugin, I still like to use the return of my track that I have it on. And width, that's pretty different. Um, it doesn't show anything moving in the chamber. But if you want things to sound really wide, or we also have the option of narrowing down that reverb. Very unique things. One of the things that I really like about the Capital Chamber uh, plugin is that the differences are subtle. Like you'll have to you'll have to focus and listen. But once you do that, and once you're used to it, they tend to start sounding very different and you know you'll find your own different room they're both unique but I think what makes them the most unique is the speakers so you've got smaller ones in six and then you've got some that look like they're sitting on chairs in seven and then some pretty standard looking ones in two and four now it doesn't tell me what speakers they are, I'm assuming that it was something that is just in Capitol Studios. There may be some more information on that, but I'm not technical. I'm creative, and so that's what matters to me. How does it sound? So what I want to do, since we've just 
rambled on about these things and technical things and a little bit of a history behind them, we're going to listen to them. Now, this song that I've got up is not fully mixed, but that's not what we're here for. You know, the only things that I've got on here or just some high pass filtering and then I have things being sent to my parallels really nothing else is going on um there's just a couple of little things with guitars like really hardly anything um we are bumping up some of the volume with an L2 but that's pretty much it and then I've got things being sent to my music bus but everything has got a chamber send on it and this is going to go to my instrument chamber so what i want to listen to first is just kind of how everything sounds now i'm going to take out the instrument chamber i'm also going to take out the vocal ones so let's just take a listen to see what this sounds like with no chamber i was innocent and young So that's just what it's going to sound like when I start when I merge everything into my template. It sounds, you know, more than halfway there. So uh, what I'm going to do now is just bring in and out this chamber. Now, the first one that I've got set up is going to be Abbey Road. I was innocent and young. Did I, you had to have, have heard that? It not only it glued things together. Just that word, elevate. It elevated the entire thing, and all we did was add a little bit of chamber reverb. So this is the setup that I have on, and I just have the the classic up because I think it works the best with the Altex, and we've got chamber two. The KM53s, the mics are in the classic position, which is right up next to the diffuser pipes. And the facing of the speaker is towards the wall. That's pretty much it. So, you know, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see that I've got the chamber return about halfway up. And we can take a look at how much I'm sending. So everything is going to be between 20 and 15 dBs on my sends. Now, the, now there's no per, uh, separate percussion, so none's on that. Now, one thing that I will say for my bass, I usually don't have very much of that going to my chamber. And the reason is, is just because it's so low and I just don't want it to kind of muddy up anything. Uh, so I've just got a little bit. I used to not send any, but I feel like a little bit makes it not sound like there was a little bit of separation that I started to notice. Um, now, if this was more of an acoustic thing going on, maybe even with, you know, um, a stand up bass might add a little bit more, but might also put a high-pass filter on the reverb. So, but going on down, again, between 20 and 15, 
on all the guitars here. And then the keys, same thing. We've got a B3 there. Synths, same thing. Uh, background vocals, I just haven't turned that up because I'm not really focused on those in this demonstration. But I'm still, I'm sending, I send everything there, even the lead vocal. Lead vocals a little bit more. Um, maybe I just thought that sounded like it shimmered. Maybe I was using a little bit more of the instrument chamber than the individual chambers that are specifically for the lead vocal. But I just thought that sounded so much better. Let's let's take another listen and then we'll get to the capital chamber. So here is still the Abbey Road first bypass and then I'll bring it in. I was innocent and young. such a difference so now i want to see if we can hear the difference in the capital chambers and which one do i go with um you know what let's go with al schmidt's the one because i feel like he probably knew the chambers the best there especially when they were making this plugin so let's do that we're in chamber four and we've got the SM80 mics. We have them max, so we have them the furthest back, which is about halfway in the chamber. They're not right up to the speakers. They're not right up to the wall. And with the information that I have in the visual, the mics are turned out towards the wall. Now, I'm going to turn up the mix all the way since I am bringing that back in on my return fader. And the width is all the way up to 100. All right. So, I'm just going to toggle through these. If you're just listening, maybe you can figure out which is which. And then just figure out which one you think is better. Let me know in the comments. Just listen. Try not to look. But just listen and see which one you think is better. i really like to know what your opinion is. All right, so let's do this. I was innocent and young And you let it go too far A tongue worse than a gun Your words are bullet through my heart Yeah, you have a favorite it's tough I know so my opinions I feel like the Abbey Road 
w- gave us a little bit of weight in filling things out. And then Capital Chambers, I felt like maybe gave it a little bit more lush feeling, um, especially with the vocal. So two different things, but it, they're still working in the same way. So, I mean, both of these are making the song better. It's elevating it, right? Um, it just might, you know, be something that you, you go through the settings and you find out which one is better. But, you know, they're both doing the same thing. They're both adding something really nice to it. Now, let's do the vocal here. Let's solo the vocal out and see what that's doing. So I'm going to bring in, I've got the capital here. Let me go ahead and bring in this Abbey Road. I think I've got it set up. Yeah, here we go. All right, so first, let's check out Capital on the vocal. I've got it in bypass first. I was innocent and young. And you let it go too far. That's nice. A tongue worse than a gun. Your words a bullet through my heart. So I have that set on chamber two with the C37A. A little bit of pre delay. Rolling off a little bit of the low end. I've got it all the way in because I'm using my return as my mix. All the way with the width and just uh, zeroed out any of the boost and cuts. I love that. It's so lush. So let's bypass that. And let's send now to the Abbey Road Chamber. So we're at like seven let's move that up a little bit and you might have to tweak these right might have to tweak them um you know nothing's going to match perfectly on how much you send one or the other so here's abbey road all right so first in bypass i was innocent and young and you let it go too far Tongue worse than a gun. Your words a bullet through my heart. So very different, right? So that's an opportunity for you to A and B these, see what works. You know, maybe we change that up a little bit. Maybe we go with a wall sound since the mics were turned out towards the wall on the capital chamber. So let's see what that sounds like. I was innocent and young. And you let it go too far. A tongue worse than a gun. I like that. Your words a bullet through my heart. 
So we've got our mics up against the wall and we've got our speaker facing the wall. So a lot of reflections. I think that sounds pretty lush. It's probably something I would go with on vocals. But man, I mean, you can't get a bad sound out of these plugins. They just sound so filling and lush all at the same time. I just absolutely love them. And I just wanted to compare the two and wanted your opinion on which one you think sounds best. Which one is the best overall one to have that works great on vocals and instruments? I think they both do. I think that the Abbey Road Chambers gets overlooked a little bit more than I think it should. And if that is something that you are interested in, I do have a discount code for you that I will leave in the description for the Abbey Road Chambers. So if that is something that you are interested in, go ahead and click on that link in the description. That will get you a discount for the Waves Abbey Road Chambers, which are absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, for this one, for me, what are my results? I think that I would probably, I'd probably stick with the Abbey Road for my instrument chamber and then use the capital chamber for my vocals. So let's see what that sounds like. I'll go ahead and mute the Abbey Road chamber here for my vocals and use the Abbey Road for my instrument chamber. So let's just take a listen to see what that sounds like. I was innocent and young tell the difference really smooths everything out when you've got your instrument chamber and you've got your vocal reverb chamber so again let me know what your favorite ones are what your thoughts are on this i love to hear from you love your opinions and again don't forget to check out that waves discount and also the start to finish guide to creating a commercial song promise that'll help you with any sort of struggles that you have any sort of inspiration fatigue and you can get that at fairairmusic.com forward slash start guide all right y'all this has been episode number seven i'm so glad that you could hang out with me today and i will see you in the next one